Welcome to Anchor.com, AnchorFM.com, the home of the podcast where you can be heard all around the world. Welcome, welcome, welcome. From your bedroom, living room, any room your heart desires, you can be heard all around the world. This episode is going to be on one of the greatest artists ever who was one of the greatest session artists ever. This guy is almost like a Forrest Gump of popular music and a lot of people don't even realize it. He's also one of the best artists to ever come out of out of Houston, Texas. And when I talk about the fact that he was like the fifth member uncredited to the Beatles, Get Back, then you fast forward to his work, uh, obviously with Ray Charles, but his work with the Rolling Stones, Hot Stuff. And I believe he played on Miss You, too. He was there when they both got funky. And you talk about a cat who had a very distinctive tone on organ, vocals, did a lot of work, inspired a lot of different artists. Um, I believe Miles Davis even did a song entitled by him. I mean, he just really was just, he did TV, he did theme, he did film. Played on a who's who's list of records, and he was one of the baddest keyboard players ever tore Oregon up. I'm talking about the late, great Billy Preston. And, um, you know, when you think about his many classic songs, one of them that comes to mind off the top is the one he did with Steve Wonder's uh, former wife, Serena Wright, with You Unborn Again. Oh, that song was so moving back in 1979. And as a vocalist, I mean... He could just bring it vocally. Um, you know, he had a very distinctive way of tone. And, and and again, he just had a way of kind of presenting himself with his artistry, his creativity, and his imagination. And, and, and one of the best to do it. And so that song was definitely the truth. That one was a tight cut. Um, I've always dug that song. And um, it's definitely left a lasting impression. And that was... One of the best duets of the last 40 plus years. You know, the vocals, the harmonies, the chords. Um, but something else, you know. And it was always like one of them songs that would kind of stop you dead in your tracks when you heard it. And I just really loved the, the feel of it. It was really a tight song. So that, you know, emphasized what he did so much. Because when you listen to his work, you know, you, you, you go, this guy, you know, did so much from that perspective and then um and then um you know the other things that he did as an artist so you know you just have to you know you take all that in consideration and it just was like wow that that's a beautiful slow cut that's like one of them songs that you just you know you're listening to and you're like man mm-hmm. those those does harmony and everything with that so that was big that was big the next cut that I dug by him is Out of Space. His organ work, which has been used for commercials and grooves, and I do believe he did do work on uh, Sly and the Family Stone. There's a ride going on. His playing was so distinctive. I mean, he definitely had a funky, futuristic style and groove to what he did. I mean, one of those musicians that when you heard the organ, you knew it was Billy Preston. You knew there was a way that he played. And you saw why he was a high-in-demand session cat, but then it translated to a solo career, and it's like, wow, now that's a career that you'd want to have. I mean, it definitely inspired a lot of different people, and, you know, again, 
from the church, R&B pop, just incredible, you know. Just like one of them song, one of those artists that you just, uh, you know, you know, um, felt where he was coming from, and he just, this was just definitely one of those cuts that it brought the funk. And a lot of acts, funny enough, when you hear this song. I want to say that inspired the Commodore's Machine Gun because I mean, uh, organ solo groove and R&B was an instrumental. Billy Preston made that thing happen. He definitely made that happen. And um, you know, he he had a simplistic aspect to his music making, but it was it was highly volatile. It was funky, and it definitely left an impression. So this was definitely one of those cuts that definitely sprung forth and you know brought forth a lot of intrigue. And it was like one of the things that you could not avoid. So much respect to that on this particular cut. Um, the next cut that I dug by him was Will It Go Round in Circles? And um, that song was so catchy and it had an old school blues type chord progression, but had an upside to it. And the way he sung it and the the vibe of it was such an uplifting, you know. He definitely had a, um, you know, a, a, it was a throwback to style, but he, you know, it's like the way it grooved and the chorus of it. It wasn't a long, lengthy song, but what made it so strong is that it hit the message. He definitely had a way of singing songs. He had his messages straightforward, and you could not ignore them. They were just, you know, he just brought them. He brought it straight no chaser you know and that song was like one of them songs that you're just like yeah you know you find yourself singing the chorus over and over and over and over again and it just it set precedent it was just like one of them things that you just could not ignore and again testimony to his talent testimony to his depth he just he just showed you what an artist was and that was a tight cut the next song that I dug by him was nothing from nothing and I always dug how this song started off. It had like a ragtime tone and feel. And he had, like I said before, he had such a, uh, a very distinctive way that he played, the way that he sung, the way that he grooved, that you would sit there and you were like, wow. I mean, he just, you know, and he was firing these songs off left and right. You know, he was, um, when you're a hit maker, it's one thing to be a session player and get respect to be on these songs. It's another when you're a hit maker and then you produce these songs. These songs are coming out left and right and they are a reflection of your depth and of your talent. And he just, like I said before, he had the goods. He definitely brought uh, a quality, a freshness. And... You know, he was one of those cats that could just fit in. He, he he understood his lane. He understood his area. And it allowed him to work with a who's who. Because when I say a Forrest Gump type of cat, this cat played with Eric Clapton and the Beatles and the Rolling Stones and uh, Ray Charles, among others. I mean, he did so many different sessions with so many who's who. And then when you hear his, you know, musicality, which you reach to the gospel, to the jazz, the blues, the pop up. He cut in on a lot of areas. You know, he's unsung. And he's one of the most talented overall artists. Uh, he's a bit of a child prodigy, too. Doesn't always get his due for his talent, but he definitely cut a lot of area with what he did. He's one of those artists that when you read the credits 
you find out what he was involved in, you think, wow, this cat has definitely left a lasting impression. And, um, you know, his production and just, you know. Another cut I dug that he did was, um, that's the way God planned it. It was very uplifting. And it was very much on point. Um, one of those kind of songs that uh, spiritual, fulfilling, and, and definitely lift your spirits. And he definitely had a way of doing that as an artist. He definitely conveyed that. And, um, you know, the church was always part of his music, the organ, the groove, the arrangements. So this was another one of those songs where you're just like, yeah, it, it just sounded very full and memorable and strong. And that's, again, that's part of the greatness of his talent that he could go into so many different lanes and areas and he he didn't leave any roads unturned just a, a true talent the last song I'm going to talk about Billy Preston is You Are So Beautiful and he wrote this, this song is one of the greatest love songs ever made famously by Joe Cocker and um, it's a powerful song, the arrangement, the harmony the groove and when you hear it you're just like stunned you know, it just it just speaks volumes about its depth. And again, he understood melody. He understood, he understood just expression. And he just had so many of these. One of those artists that had so many great songs by association. And then when you look at the body of work, you're like, wow. And he, um, this song was definitely one of those songs that you were feeling. So it definitely left a lasting impression. I still remember the scenes in Carlito's Way, the Al Pacino movie from 93. Brian De Palma with Sean Penn and um, just always liked the way it was used in that movie and it just very reflective and I enjoyed it uh, wash your hands keep your mind clear watch out for another and please share with me your favorite Billy Preston songs performances videos or albums uh, just because a song is older or album is older does not mean you don't hear anything new in it because Billy Preston inspired a lot of acts he played on a lot of albums you'd be very surprised how his work uh, so was sprinkled on a lot of lot of talented artists from different genres of music through different decades uh keep it funky keep it on the one be safe out there be careful and if you get a chance listen to some billy preston records because i'm gonna tell you something this cat was the truth all right till next time peace and the best